Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Have you ever heard of something called the Great Stork Derby. It happened almost 100 years ago in Toronto during the Great Depression. And it was organized by a local wealthy businessman. And let me tell you, this story is crazy. So let's get all the details now from Canada's history superstar, Craig Baird, host of the podcast Canada History X. Craig, thanks for being back with us. Oh, happy to. Okay, let's talk about this. What, what the heck is the Great Stork Derby? Well, it's this wild contest that happened in the 1920s and 1930s, and essentially it was a contest to give a vast fortune to the woman who had the most children in a 10-year span. I'm sorry, what? And this was just some <laughs> random wealthy businessman who decided to do this? Yeah, his name was Charles Miller, and he was kind of an eccentric man. He was a uh, single, he didn't have any family around him. And when he passed away, he left this will that had a lot of strange things in it. Like he gave a house in Bermuda to three men who all hated each other, but to have the house, they had to live together. He gave shares in a brewery to people who supported prohibition. But the biggest thing was the vast majority of his fortune went to a woman uh, who would have the most children in that 10 year span from 1926 to 1936. Oh, so it sounds like as he was writing his will, he was chuckling to himself and having a pretty good time. Oh, absolutely he was. And he he was a lawyer, so he made sure that will was ironclad because it went all the way to the Supreme Court to debate whether this was actually even legal, what he did. Okay, so obviously it was. So tell me about the Great Stork Derby. What actually happened when he put this in his will? Well, uh, it was, you know, 1926. A lot of people were not quite in the Great Depression yet, but it was coming. And this was a huge fortune. Like it was millions of dollars in present day funds. So it was very simple. It just had to be a woman who lived in Toronto, uh, who had the most kids. Now, any children who were stillborn or any who were born out of wedlock were not part of this. So they wouldn't count. And it was just kind of keeping track of the vital records and who actually had the most children. So it wasn't a case of like everybody was competing in it. It was just watching who was actually leading the race. Although some did actually eventually start to try and win the, the contest. Okay. That's what I'm wondering. So people actually listened to this and thought, I'm going to try to do this. Oh yeah. There was uh, one woman called Lillian Kenny and she had, uh, it's between 11 and 12. They don't know for sure, but 11 and 12 children in 10 years. And she was actively trying to win this contest. She was always in the media. She would charge money for interviews. She was probably the most famous person of the entire contest who was actively trying to, to win it. But there was also Grace Bagnato, who was a very prominent person in the Italian community. She had about 10 children in 10 years. Those two were probably the most famous of the two. And then there were just others who were, you know, trying to win, but weren't really really at the forefront. Um, okay, 10 in 10 years, that exhausts me just thinking about that. Uh, so did somebody actually win this thing? 
Yeah, actually. So it wasn't even uh, the two people I just mentioned, Lillian Kenny and Grace Bognato, because Grace Bognato was an illegal Italian immigrant. So she was disqualified. And Lillian Kenny had a few stillborn children and some born out of wedlock. So she was disqualified. So it actually came down to it. It came down to a judge who had to choose who won. And it was four different women who would share the prize. They each had uh, nine children in that decade. So it was Anne Catherine Smith, Kathleen Ellen Nagel, Lucy Alice Timlick, and then Isabel Mary McLean. And they all shared about $75,000 each, and that was about $1.5 million today. So they shared that, but they didn't got to raise all those kids. Like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah, the money certainly helps, though. I would guess so. So did this actually, like, did so many people participate in this? That, was there any kind of a baby boom? Well, we don't know how many actually actively participated in it, but of the women who did participate, we know at least about 50 to 60 children were born out of this. Now, how did this, I guess I think about this, how was this even allowed, Craig? Because it seems to me that this is, um, it was a bit dangerous for, for some people to do this, especially considering that childbirth back then wasn't always as safe as it could have been. Without a doubt, it was it was dangerous back then, and uh, infant mortality and even the mother mortality was was quite high. So it, he, like I said, he was a lawyer, so he made sure that everything he had in there was ironclad. And they, it went for years where they was going through the courts debating it. Uh, people would suddenly come out of the woodwork saying they were his cousins and they should get the fortune. Even the Ontario government weighed in saying this was an immoral contest and it shouldn't be allowed. But he was a very smart man, and he knew exactly how to close all of those loopholes to ensure that the money that he put forward for the contest went to whoever was going to win it. And do we know how they use the money? Actually, yeah, the four women, uh, the four uh, families actually use the money for a variety of reasons. Most just bought houses, uh, but a lot just bought businesses and actually prospered and their families did quite well. These are people who grew up saving money. So when they suddenly had money, they weren't going crazy with it. Uh, but all of them actually had relatively good lives. But uh, Lillian Kenny actually got a little bit of money because she sued and uh, she blew through her money very quickly, but everybody else kept the money and and did quite well and their children did quite well and and prospered and were able to go to school and to college. So is it possible that out there in Toronto there are people who tell this story because this was their these were their grandparents or their great grandparents? Oh, without a doubt, there's there's probably many children in uh, in now there Toronto would be, right yes. now, <laughs> yeah, who uh, who are ancestors of these people and who who tell this story, especially the Grace Bognato family. Even though she didn't win, she was a very prominent person in Toronto uh, who spoke, I think, about nine languages, uh, and she was the first woman in Toronto to learn to drive a car. But even though she didn't win, she was one of the more famous people from the contest. That is so cool, Craig. I got to ask, where do you find these stories? Well, I do a lot of reading. I have a lot of Canadian history books and I just, you know, peruse and, and see what stories I can find. And I was aware of this story for a while and I thought it was a really interesting story to tell and, and decided to, to put it out there. Wow. And we don't, you know, what we, I've often said that we don't know enough about our own history there, but are you finding that people have an interest in that these days? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, my, my Twitter following definitely yeah. adds to that. There's <laughs> there's a very big interest in, in Canadian history. And I think it's just a case that we haven't really talked about it beyond the Heritage Minutes. And, and, you know, there's a lot out there if you just, you know, start to search for it. And pay attention to Craig Baird. Craig, thank you so much <laughs> for your time. Thank you. That's Craig Baird. Craig is the host of the podcast Canada History X, like E-H, 
X uh, and does some great work highlighting amazing Canadian stories from our history. You can check that out online. And the great Stork Derby, well, it was news to me, but man, what a fascinating chapter of Toronto's history for sure. All right, coming up next, as you heard in the news, City of Vancouver has approved the, quote, missing middle uh, a motion that was supposed to tackle housing challenges. Will this actually work? Like, what's it supposed to do? We'll talk about that next.